0: Welcome back to the Black TV Shows Podcast. I'm your host, Miriam Tomeskin. And today we're going to be talking about The Cosby Show Season 6, Episode 22, What's It's All About. This episode aired March 22nd, 1990. Uh, Just so you know, it is thunderstorming right now. So if if you hear some thunders, I apologize. Uh, I just can't control that kind of sound. So that's just how it's going to go. This episode aired... uh, Uh, Sorry, aired on March 22nd, 1990. And basically, Claire comes home from work exhausted and needs to rest. But her family do not understand her. So Cliff sends her friends uh, combined around the lake far away from home to relax. This episode is very typical for a mother. If a mother watched this, it it would give them p uh, her PTSD because this is probably her life, especially if you have five children, uh, let alone you know one or two. Uh, it's you're just as she mentions, she gives 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 to her kids and her work clients. So this is a, uh, it's you know this episode was okay for me. Like I was just like, uh, eh, it's not the best episode, but it's very a relatable episode because this happens on a daily basis for all kinds of mothers who just don't get their day off. They'll never get a day off and that's what scares me about motherhood. I'm like, uh if I like, it'll be the best thing ever to you know have a child, but at the same time you will never sleep and uh, you'll never have your own time. So it's like that's the scary part of it. Um, cuz I like my cushy life of I can sleep whenever I want to sleep. Or, you know, if I'm working 70 hours a week, I don't sleep. But on the weekend, I don't get bothered by children. We start off with, uh, you know, Vanessa has something important to ask Claire, which is that she needs $10 for some earrings to impress some guy. Uh, And we find out that Claire hasn't had enough sleep for the last few weeks because of the trial that she's working on. Uh, You know what's crazy is I did... uh, jury duty not like actually um i wasn't the jury for any uh cases but you know for the selection hearing and it was a cool experience i've never really like dig deep into the law and the court system and all that and i don't really watch many court shows uh but i was just like amazed by everything and the fact is you know claire can never talk about these trials with her family unfortunately uh because uh they just don't want it be told to any to the world about it you know if media ask and all that her job is basically a secret she cannot say much about the trials that she's working on which is weird you know but then i guess at the same time like cliff can't really say much about his patients because then he's uh, breaking um a a code of conduct i can't remember it's a hipaa i think i don't know uh so it's it's weird that they just can't talk about their clients um And then um, Denise needs to talk to Claire also, uh, because she needs her to read her essay uh, for her application to the University of Rhode Island, which would affect Denise's life because it would affect Olivia's life and Martin's life if, you know, she ends up going there. And as I mentioned, Vanessa uh, says she needs to borrow $10 to buy new earrings uh, so she can get a guy to notice her and hopefully fall in love with her and get married and then so that's why it's so important that she needs to talk to um claire and then vanessa says okay you denise you get to talk to claire first but the moment you're done i'm talking to her claire arrives home she's tired she's just like like i don't know why she like fell on the couch but i guess she's so tired she couldn't get up to her bedroom because if it was up to me i would just run to my bedroom and just crash denise says like i can you read my essay and she can't get Cliff to read it because uh, it's about women's worlds that have changed in the last 20 years. And Claire says uh, she 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 tries to read it and uh, she can't read it, so she said I'll read it in the morning. And Denise is like, okay, I'll let you rest. And um, Claire was like, I don't I don't need any interruptions for going forward. But right away, um, Vanessa comes down, talks to uh, to Denise and says, you can't tell me what I can do. Only mom can tell me. And then Claire agrees, go away, child, you know. And then Claire says, leave me alone. Uh, you know, she's been working on the hardest case of her career and asks for 30 minutes of quietness. So they both leave. But then right away, Theo comes home uh, and he f- apparently found an apartment that's fully furnished and he needs Claire to sign the lease. Claire doesn't want to sign the lease because she hasn't read read them. Uh, and, uh, and then she gets mad at Theo and starts uh saying like doesn't it occur to you that uh, I might have needs of my own and all she gets is a bunch of demands from useless children who couldn't care less what's happening to her she can't even get hello mom how was your day today all she gets is demands and Theo was like oh I got her on the wrong time but I need her to sign um the the form uh so she he was like can you sign it today uh because i like i need to bring this in tomorrow uh, or else i i would have to come early in the morning tomorrow and then that would just be a waste of i can't remember if it was like two to four hours of his time just to come and get it signed in the morning and claire says you're not allowed to sign a lease without reading it and uh theo says i've read it and then so claire was like okay i'll just sign it just to get him away She he's like, okay I'm going to the kitchen. Thank you for signing. And then Claire starts to really like, I guess her brain wakes up and says, what did I just sign? So she goes to the kitchen and she asks, Theo, what did I sign? Um, And he's like, oh, my lease to my apartment. And she said, I'm not only like a person, but I'm also an attorney. You're not supposed to sign a lease without reading it. And Theo says, I have read it. It's, um, you know, looks... And he mentions how the place looks amazing. And then he also mentions how Theo... um, How Claire looks awful. That's, like, the common theme of this episode, that her children just tell her that she looks awful. awful. I don't know if that's a good, like, thing to say, because then you're just making her feel horrible. (laughs) So, um... And so then Claire was like, okay, I'm reading the lease... Uh, and she could read these th- things in her sleep because this is what she does for a living, anyways, right? And so she reads the lease and it says, uh, if and by the way, this apartment is fully furnished, so there's he doesn't need to worry about furniture. Uh, if a tenant does not maintain uh, furniture in acceptable condition, he will forfeit two thousand dollars security deposit and pay a penalty equal to the security deposit. And he's like, that's fine, I'll. I'll Make sure to um, not have any th- issues with it. And then there was another clause in the lease that says, on election day, the landlord may remove all furniture from the tenant's apartment and place it in the lobby and will turn it into a polling place. and Which means hundreds, thousands of people will be uh, using that furniture. That means it will definitely get messed up and then he would have to forfe- well not he- Claire would have to forfeit the, you know, $2,000 money and the deposit. She will not give the lease until she talks to the landlord. And he says, you're gonna make the landlord angry by talking to uh, him and then I'll possibly lose this apartment. And she's like, I'm not gonna- this is not like up for discussion. So. She's going to talk to him and uh, deal with it. Then she goes back to the living room. Rudy comes and says, you look awful, uh, like every other child. And Rudy asks Claire to fill out a form for a field trip that's in three weeks, and she needs her to fill it it out right away. If uh, she hands in the form right away, she gets to pick who gets to sit with her on the bus. Claire was like, I am not going to inconvenience myself just so you can sit with your... Uh, I f- forgot how she said it, but it was very funny. Sit with your rag- uh, raggy friends. Like, you know, it's... Why am I inconveniencing myself to make sure that you get to sit with your friends? No, no. That's not going to happen. So uh, Claire goes on a rant about how she should be allowed to be have a bad mood as a parent. And Claire tells Rudy to go to Cliff to fill out the form. And Cliff said, no, no. I I Claire is going to fill out the form. And she, she was like, That's what he said. So she calls Cliff to come and asks Cliff, Why did you make that child, uh, make her, or make Claire sign the form? And then Cliff pointed out, which I think this is very true with all many couples and many parents. Uh, you know, he mentions that uh, on the third child going to school, uh, he was told not to sign any forms that come uh, into this house. And he uh, he used, uh, used that against her, basically. Uh, and she was like, wow, you use my words against you. That's just not right. And so then Claire mentions that she didn't lose the case, but she wished she uh, did because it would be over. The judge says that he needs to hear more testimony and more evidence, which means it's more work for her. Uh, Cliff says, well, at least you got the weekend to rest. And Claire says, "Uh, not in this house uh, because everyone has been bothering her and giving her demands. And then the phone rings, it's Sandra, and she wants to talk to Claire. And Cliff was like, I don't think it's a good idea. And Claire was like, no, 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 I want to talk to my daughter, my firstborn. And basically, we find out that her and Elvin are going to a play and need someone to babysit the twins. And they want Claire to babysit the twins. And uh, she was like, "No, nope, I am not babysitting the twins. Like, I've been on my feet all day in the courtroom. No, that's not happening." And uh, Clary is really having a bad day, and she just keeps ranting all the way until her, she gets to her bedroom. And uh, <laughs> Cliff warned her, uh, warned Sandra. I, I told you she- this is how she was when I first saw her just some- a couple minutes ago and uh and then hangs up the phone and it's later on and claire is in her room but the doors close and rudy and vanessa are worried about claire because they can see her through the keyhole, and she's just sitting there with looking up at the roof basically uh and then cliff was like that's fine I, i'll check on to her and uh he, he was wondering how long how often do you look in the keyhole uh, hole and rudy was like hardly ever rudy said hardly ever and cliff says later on we'll ha- have talk about the stuff you've seen I hopefully they didn't see nothing i hope not (laughs) we go inside the uh, bedroom and claire is looking at the ceiling she's tired she's too tired to talk about it but then she was like no no i have i gotta talk about it and she mentioned she has nothing left to give all day she gives to clients and then when she gets home she gives for another six hours at home and she just has nothing left to give like she just she's checked out uh claire thinks uh she needs time alone and get some peace and quiet and claire suggested uh, a lake in the cabins for claire to go and she's like i don't think i need to go that far like i just need to stay in my bedroom all day uh and then all of a sudden vanessa knocks and says like it's is mom okay can i talk and then claire was like okay call him call (laughs) call the uh cabin And so it's later on and Clara leaves. And I'm like, this whole thing happened all in a course of an evening, if you realize. Because she came home from work, probably what time would it have been? Five, six o'clock. And then she was at the cabin by 1027. I'm like, damn, like this timeline was kind of off for me. Uh, Because we don't I can't remember how far this cabin is, but she has to take a train to get there so I the timeline was just very off for me. Uh, so it's later on and uh you know Claire leaves and then after that uh Denise, Vanessa and Cliff watch a tv show that uh, originally was black and white but got colorized and but Vanessa loves it and um, you know Cliff says it used to be one of the black and white films because they were colorized because uh, she she really hates all the black and white films, and I don't blame her. You know, she's a child of the the eighties and nineties. That's not how it is. And then Cliff calls Claire to say good night, and that they she, they miss her, but it's uh, it's after ten thirty, so they don't make calls to the cabins. Uh, so and then the person that he's talking to, Mister Bingham, he just um, he just rambles a lot. Um, yeah, I just so he's like i'm not sending the message it'll be too late by the time she gets this message it'll be the morning so it's the next morning and we're in the cabin and claire is freezing and no heat uh and the window is broken uh the heat blew this morning and charlie is out right now um you know he's the one who fixes the situations but he's out deer hunting and he's getting close to the cabins because we hear the shotgun uh so it was just that's scary uh, Cliff calls in the morning and talks to wants to talk to Claire, but Mr. Bingham uh, picks up and starts uh, talking and not transferring the call. Like, dude, like he doesn't want to talk to you. He wants to talk to his wife, okay? And then uh, Claire picks up and she is not happy and wants to leave. And Mr. Bingham is listening to this whole conversation and says there's a train, a train leaving tomorrow morning because they are asking, like, when's the next train? But it's not until tomorrow morning. And then it's evening time and Olivia asks why did Claire have to leave because she ate too much or like is that the reason like why is that the reason that she left and um, Cliff Cliff and I were like what do you mean by that and then she says well Rudy said that Claire was fed up and that's why she left. I didn't realize like you know some of the words that we say just don't make sense if it if it was for someone that is learning English. They'll be like, "What this what?" Fed, and I realized "Fed up." Yeah, like that technically is like you're fed, um, f- you're you know, you you ate too much basically. But I would never think of it in terms of a f- food tor- uh, a food term. Oh, wow, let me try this again. I would never think of it as a food term. Uh, and so the when she said that, I was like, "Wow, I I understand you." And that makes sense why you thought of it being that she ate too much. But, uh, you know, Cliff explains that fed, what fed up means, you know, if someone bothers you or aggravates you, uh, you just had enough, basically. And Olivia has said, oh, I've been there. When people tell me, uh, tell her to do things that she doesn't want to do, she gets fed up. And Cliff gets fed up from driving. And the way that Olivia deals with being fed up is that she goes to a window and blows until it gets uh, foggy. And, um, you know, Cliff asks Olivia a suggestion of what should he do when he's fed up from driving. And she says, you should go to the backyard, dig a hole, pour water on it. It makes mud. Squeeze it in your hands. And also, if you want it even better, take off your shoes and step in it you know it's i feel like it's type of it's a type of therapy like it's a legit thing um i wouldn't do it because i hate mud i know i don't want to like clean it off so no i'm that's not for me uh claire arrives and olivia says uh claire looks awful and she's like i know uh and so claire says uh thank you to uh cliff for uh this experience uh she will never forget it uh but I think she was, the whole time she was talking about it, she was being sarcastic, um, but she's she was over it. She was like, I convinced Mr. Bingham to drive her to the nearest uh, bus station, which was three towns away. And so Cliff was like, OK, I'm going to give you a hot bath uh, and so you can relax. But then, of course, a child ruins that and Rudy comes and asks Claire and mentions that Claire looks awful. Uh, some help on her history paper she's writing. And Rudy has some problems, but she didn't want to tell Claire according, because that's what Cliff said. And Cliff was like, you weren't even supposed to say any of this and also mention about this history paper. And Claire says, no, 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 I want to do this. Even though the other day she had nothing to give. And so Cliff was like, but you were complaining that you had nothing to give and now you're you're giving. And then he, he just went on rant and like, left the room. And that's how we end the episode. Um, we had one guest star who was Mr. Bingham, which his name is Edmund Lardick, L- L- or Londick. Uh, he passed away December 20, uh, 2015. He has 27 credits to his name, and he's another person that has been on the show The Cosby Mysteries. I really should watch it to see what it's about. I don't think it's good, but, like... I should just see because there's a lot of stories from like the Cosme show that end up on the Cosme Mysteries and even on a different world that have end up on the Cosme Mysteries. Like, I kind of need to know what this show is about. Uh, but there was only one season, so that's probably why it wasn't that good. Uh, and then a fun fact is that the title is based on a line from Burke uh, uh song, Alfre. Um Didn't know that. And then another mention is that you know, early in the episode, Vanessa tells Denise that she should probably she'll probably drop out of college, which she eventually does. So yeah, uh, ba- basically working on that essay was worth uh, worthless. Uh, worthless. <laughs> so uh, I hope uh, you enjoyed this episode. Uh, make sure to follow Black TV Shows Pod on Instagram. Leave a feedback at blacktvshowspod@gmail.com. Leave a five star rating review on Apple Music or Apple Podcasts. We're getting close to the end of the year. Like that's crazy. Uh, you know, um ready to have a fresh start into 2024. But until I then, I'll talk to you all on the next one. Bye.